54321. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 126 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley's Scale Modeling. So, um, yeah. 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 I always do that. I do yeah. That yeah, baby. I get excited. About, yeah. I get excited about Bill. Hey, real quick. Um, yeah. We yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do that now. Every time you say something, <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. All right, we've annoyed everybody already. Um, <laughs> so uh, I do have one announcement um, from Stephen Milley about uh, rail from rail scale models. I'm sorry. Um, he was saying, remember the big background flat structure that we talked about releasing with the RDA components? He finally got it done. Uh, and you can see it at this link. He sent me a link. Um, and it is massive background kit. It is Colonial Furniture and Case Goods. I'm going to send you a link to it so you can look at it as I'm... Colonial Furniture? Oh, it's a, it's a building. It's huge. It's a background kit, but I'm imagining you could double it. And make a long, um, large building. Let's look at it. I just ah. sent it to you on Facebook Messenger. I just got it. Holy cow! It's it's per, it's pretty big. Uh, you might be able to double it. Yeah, you could do that. And if especially if you ordered like uh, some some wall pieces for the middle, and you could make some depth to it, man, that'd be a huge. Was well, this along the lines of his uh, other the other kits he's just recently done? Yeah, taking over from RDA, kind of along that lines. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's from the it's from the R- Railway Design Associates product line. And it's only thirty. Yeah. That's thirty two dollars. I see that. That's a cheap. Oh, that's kit. a great deal for that. Oh, you know what? The, a- those RDA kits are awesome. I'm looking at the Fisherman's Co op, the one that I got. Um, mm-hmm. That I was talking. Remember, I was ooing and awing about it when we had Stephen on the show, and uh, yeah. I got it. Um, Luckily, we were able to get our hands on it. I had to wait a little bit because you know he had to, he acquired all them. He had to like sort through just what? tons of stuff. Anyways, that's a huge full size kit, and it's only forty nine dollars, and it is yeah. massive. So those RDA kits now they're owned by Rail Scale Models are uh, available now, and they're starting to come back out. And man, uh, so that's sixteen and a quarter inches long. It's huge. That's pretty wild. For a background yeah. kit, too. That's big. Yeah! <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's a neat... And it's brick. Um, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> it's brick and, uh, you Sorry, know... Sorry, I can help myself. I like uh, it. It's pretty cool. But there's a lot of potential with that kit. It is. But go over to rail-scale-models.com. I'll have a link in the description as well um, for this week's bullhorn announcement for that kit and all of his other RDA kits and all his other kits. He's got laser cut windows on there. Um, I got a whole package. I have a couple packages of laser cut windows from some, for some scratch builds I'm going to do. Uh, Steven's got a ton of stuff on his site. So rail-scale-models.com. And there's a link in the show description. Well, I got to tell but, you, there's a lot of cool stuff that has just come out. And we're going to touch on that. I mean, we haven't kind of covered that lately. I know. Um, but, and w- go ahead. Oh, you want to cover that tonight? Yeah, I'm, I, okay. I, I, have, I pulled some of them up, and I'm, I'm going to talk about a couple that I've seen. Okay, but before um, we do that, I want to clear the air on something. Okay. We'll get back to that. Put a pin in that. Pin in it. I hate that. Yeah. I, yeah. Man, this is going to be the most <laughs> annoying episode we've ever done. 
It's already the th- we're four minutes in, and it's already I annoying me. Mark, I on the on the um. <laughs> we're gonna get all these comments from people. All pissed because we said yeah. The, uh, the Zoom call. Zoom call. All right. So I'm gonna go on there. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the yeah. It's like Howard Stern's little um. Uh, hey now, it's gonna be you're yeah, gonna be yeah, like I, his. It's gonna be like, like that. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Before we get too far into this, I have two things. And then we're going to talk about some new stuff. None of this is advertising. We're, no, we're not getting any, like, we're not, we're just going to talk no, about a bunch of new stuff. New stuff there. that's available all for free. Just go out there and check it out. Um, but I want to get two things out there. First thing is I want to clear the air on my number 11 Zacto blade um, c- c- story from last week that kind of got everyone talking or a bunch of people talking. Um <laughs> It is true. I did switch my blade finally. I found my replacements. Oh man, I ate a whole bunch of yo. I'm gonna have some mad burps because I ate a whole taco. I ate a taco salad before we came down. Whole bowl of taco salad. Anyways, I had a blue cheese burger on the grill, baby. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Nice thing. And <laughs> <laughs> and I cut the grass right before. I have so. to cut the grass, but it's supposed to it's rain like tomorrow. To so this weekend, I want food this weekend. It's yeah, supposed to be like thirty degrees tomorrow, but whatever. Um, <laughs> um, what it's was I talking about? Right now. I know. Supposed tomorrow, Saturday morning is supposed to be a low of thirty-three here, and there's a snow warning for State College. No. Anyways, all right. Number 11 blade thing. I did change my number 11 blade, and it is like night and day. But it was funny. Jason Sider actually came on there, um, and he was like, I'm going to call BS on the Brett's number 11 blade story. Um, because <laughs> and he, I got to tell you. And he was, he, was joking, he was joking that you know he'll put a new blade in and walk out of the room, and it'll yeah. break just sitting there. Like <laughs> the point will snap off of it just sitting there. And guess yeah, what happened? I, I like a lot of points, too. Guess what happened? The next night after I replaced that blade, that one blade I had was the original. It came with that Zacto knife. That's insane. And guess what happened the next night after I replaced it? I broke the replacement one. Oh, my gosh. So I should have just kept that one in. It would have never broken. Well, I got to tell you. Jason said, and not just Jason, there were a whole mess of people on that post that said they called BS on it. I called BS on that. I called BS on it. I got to tell you, I mean, I'm not saying it because you're my son, but one thing I learned over the years of raising you and everything else, and I don't think you ever BS me. If that's if that was the original blade, I believe you 100%. I've never changed you. that blade. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I believe you. Uh, knowing your habits on the bench, <laughs> I entirely believe it. So... Why were you calling BS? Or are you calling BS I on the BS? There were people on the post that were oh, saying, oh, I oh, call oh. BS on it. Yeah, pay yeah. Pay attention, boy. Yeah. I say, I say, pay attention, boy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, no, so, so I, my, the, my proof is that I had that container that you bought me as for replacements. Yeah. Um, It still had the little red safety tape on the side of it where you can't open it yet. When I got it out of the package... And um, I've only ever bought one Zacto knife in the smaller handle ones. I've only ever had one, ever. So, I mean, you guys don't have to believe me. I don't really care if you believe me or not, but 
I believe me. <laughs> but, but but I have broken other blades. You know what's ones I break all the time is those big flat the, the the larger ones, the number eighteen blades. Yeah. I break those things all the time. Because I use them I use Actually, them a lot I don't more. Break them for some reason. Yeah, I know you have. I think I have broke one. Yeah. But I just oh, use my safety I safety squint when I use those because uh, you know, I don't want a blade going in my eye. So if you squint, it lowers your chances of getting a blade in wow. your eye. Well, so that and it's funny you brought that up. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I had one more announcement, and then we can get back to the blades. Tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're listening, um, this will probably go up again Friday morning early. Uh, we're doing a uh, patrons and uh, a few other guests um, Zoom call. So if you're listening and you're in on the Patreon uh, page or our, our, our overtime page, which is for patron members, we're doing the Zoom call. So if you haven't already seen that link, uh, I will make sure you guys get that for our non-Facebook patrons. I'll make sure I send that link out if you're interested in joining. Um, we didn't open it up to all listeners because, we, I mean, on, honestly, how productive would a Zoom call with 800 people be or more? Yeah, yeah. It would just be unfeasible. So I think we had like 60 or so, 70 or so people, Not maybe not that many, last time, uh, two weeks ago. So uh, Matt Hankins is going to help us with that. He's organizing that for tomorrow night. And my dad's actually going to be on this time. So Yes, I am. Well, I told him how much fun it was. Uh, the there's first... a couple other Zoom. I'm not going to say who they are. But there's going to be a There's another one on Saturday. Zooms. There's um, a bunch of Zooms out there. I'm not saying who it is. But I think, I think a few of them were invite. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, or you, ha- or you had to sign up for him. So I, I don't right. feel right put giving that yeah, info not, out. That's not, that's but not it, for me. but it's, it is yeah. really cool. And you know what? I want to. This was brought up on our Zoom call two weeks ago, and I want to stress upon this. We should continue this after this whole crisis or whatever yeah. is over. You know, next year, year from now or longer, we should still be doing something like this, just to talk to people. Yeah, I had a, a yeah, I had a ball. That sounded so good, I thought it was on a soundboard. That was like you had a button sitting there, and you're just pressing it. <laughs> we got to do that. I got to do yeah. that. I have to. Work. I'm gonna. Cl- I'm gonna take a clip of one of your okay. yes, and I'm gonna put it on a soundboard. <laughs> um, but anyhow, yeah. So <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think it should. We should do at least you know uh, occasionally whatever, whether it's monthly or whatever it is. Do a Zoom where we get a bunch of people together on a Friday evening or a Saturday evening when we're all working at our workbenches and get on there and talk. I entirely agree with that. It was hilarious. I had a great time the other week. So, low-key, no one was really talking about anything in particular like oh i wasn't on it that one i wasn't on yeah but i mean we had people helping each other out we were i was making some signs for people i mean there was a bunch of cool stuff so i'm just gonna sit back watch and look at the camera and just laugh and have fun with people yeah i don't know if i do much building while it's going on i don't watch other people's building but we'll see I'll so, get my workbench and I'm feeling compelled to do something while I'm doing it. So it takes you go makes you go to your I, workbench. I love some of the things that are happening as a result of as a result of what's going on. And yeah. and I think there's some good positives that are coming out of this. I think it's made people uh, talk in model I think us, it's made us communicate better with each other. Yeah. From miles and miles away. 
We had, we had these tools available to us before all this happened, and we never took advantage of them. And it took something, unfortunately, like this to bring that upon us to do this. But I think, you know, we should we need to continue doing this from now on. But, yeah. Um, I do have, yeah. One last, I have one last thing, and then I'll let you – I promise <laughs> I'll let you talk about your stuff. One last okay, thing. Yes. We are doing the contest build, and the due date is the 11th, I believe, Mother's Day. Or no, no, it, the rules are on our website. Dan Pugach is helping us head up that contest this time. Um, we had helped last contest. It went smooth, could get a little, you know, each time we do one, I hope they get a little bit better. But um, this you, this week's contest or this month's contest, we're going to do it for another funny little prize. I'll come up with a plaque. We gave away like a, uh, Matt Hankins won it. It was like an Oscar or like a golden man, like the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But for uh, his contest win, um, that's cool. But this one's a business card challenge. Um, That'll be kind of cool. It has see. to fit on a three point five inch by two inch wide, um, three point five by two inch footprint or a business card, traditional business card. It started Monday, May fourth, and everything is due into me, Brett at hoscalecustoms.com. You can email me up to four photos of your build by May thirty first. Eastern time, eleven fifty nine p.m. Uh, it has to fit on something the size of a business card, a, card. a standard two two inch by three and a half inch business card. But it can go as vertically. You can as make it twenty feet tall. I don't care how tall it is. It's got to be three and a <laughs> half by two, and it can be any scale. You don't have to do HO scale. I know uh, a right. few lists. We have Scotts and O scaler. We have a couple N scalers. You can do whatever. Right. Actually, this will benefit some N scalers out. But you know, even for Scott, there's some cool. O scale stuff he can do. Uh, there was a couple people helping him out for ideas for how to do an O scale micro diorama, which oh. I'm excited to see what he comes up with. I've had one entry come in and it is kick ass. There's a, yeah, yeah we got it emailed to us by a fella listener and um, man, it is, it's a good one. Uh, so I'm getting excited. This is going to be fun. I am going to do another one of these. Uh, I'll submit mine. I don't want you to vote for me, guys. Please. I'm just doing it for fun. Uh, and I'm going to do something like I did with the bar that I made. I'm going to just do something that I can plop down onto my layout. It'll cover a two-inch area on my layout. So Cool. Yeah, we're going to continue to do these contests. I don't know if it'll be every month, but I'm going to keep going forward with running these contests. I think it's a lot of fun, um, and it gets us doing something. Right. Yeah. All right. That's enough for me. That's all my announcements out of the way. Oh, wait. One more. We got a new patron. This is the last one. Uh, New patron shout out today, just today, to James Powell. So thank you for becoming a patron, James. Um, You will be be eligible to do our um, Craftsman Kit drawing next month. So uh, Nice. Yeah. That's it. That's all I wanted to get out there, but all right. You can take the wheel, I promise now. Well, there's a lot of new stuff coming out, okay? And we're going to cover a lot of kit manufacturers here. Everybody must be really bored, either building stuff or getting, <laughs> you know, designing things. And we, we're seeing on there now on Facebook and, um, you know, Instagram and places like that where we, we've already talked about, you know, the, the, the getting together in groups and online and, and you know having fun together but we're seeing because people are our home a lot of people are home um that their creativity is flowing 
okay? Yeah. There's there's a lot <laughs> of stuff being produced. There's a lot of awesome builds that are being put out uh, with photographs and such. But also, there's a lot of kit manufacturers that must be in the same boat that are designing stuff or, or at least releasing stuff they used to have. Uh-huh. Okay, and they, they they you know didn't have before released. They've or or they yeah they have yeah, time to finally crank these they, things out. Yeah. So um, one for exists uh, for example is um, from best uh, best uh, model structures was the Bollinger best trains Edgery. yeah best trains. Um, they have uh, the Texas Trucker Association. Uh, it's a gas station. It's 19.99. It looks cool. It has some badass gas pumps that come with it, and it's a 1995 kit. It's a little tiny itty bitty gas station. Now, you know, I want I want to state that um, their kits. He's been putting out um, a bunch of these, and they're all in that range. There's a, there's a there, he also put out a chicken fattening pen. <laughs> And it it looks cool. It's it's small. You could fit it in the backyard of a country home. It doesn't have to be a farm. Oh, this is under his basics kits. Right. The right. Texas Truckers Association. These are cool little itty bitty. You know, I, I'm not trying to be ignorant about this, and I need to state this right now. Man, that is an try- awesome kit. I'm not trying to be ignorant about this, but I, I I've seen some kits out there that are very basic. And they're very square, and there's not a lot to them. And there's a, you know, there's dude. There's that's an awesome of, kit. No offense, but there's not a lot of imagination to some of these, some of these little kits. Well, some of these you know, some of them are. If you got a crossing right. shanty, you got a crossing shanty. Well, I understand that, but get get creative on your design with it a little bit, you know. But add a little, add a little flair to it. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to badmouth everybody, but you know, in a way, yeah. So I got an idea. I mean, Anyways. we have to. Yeah, I call a spade a spade. This is what this is what it is, dude. What? I'm obsessed with some of these. Did you see the Aspen Lumber one? Yeah, they're nice. The Aspen Lumber sash and doors. Right. That's a cool kit. Yeah, that's a cool kit. I've not seen these yet. Yeah, there's a bunch of them now. Some of them say in progress. So if you go to Bong or Edgery or it's besttrains.com. Uh, besttrains.com. Go to their premium kits and basic kits. Man. And they got really nice kits. I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to look into getting a couple. The chicken myself. fattening pen's pretty cool, too. I think it's cool. I think it's bad. <laughs> but he's got some really nice regular kits as well. Um, your mom is a big fan of the houses colonial, are neat. The colonial era stuff. And there's some homes and there's some buildings in there that look like stuff out of. You know, we've talked about history many the times. The Georgian homes are nice. A lot of them look like stuff you'll see down at, like, Williamsburg, Virginia, and things like that, and they're just really cool. And he's even got... I may try and do something along that lines. There's a really are, badass station called the Crawford Notch Station. He's even got some historic, like, like actual prototype historic builds, like the Quincy Adams birthplace. Right. Um, I'm and guessing... They're a, little more, they're a little more expensive, but, they, you know, so... That's a, you know, it's a little finer of a kit. Yeah, exactly. Some cool bridges. The basic, the basic kits are awesome. He's got a good selection of them, mm-hmm. and they're lower price. I think that's a cool idea. He must have updated this recently because this is, this is. There's some awesome stuff on here. I don't remember seeing him before. There is, and then, yeah. you know, it's, there's some cool stuff, and then you know, just so that's just one of them. Okay, it, so yeah. let's drop back. He he's been the yeah the Texas Truckers Association gas station is pretty cool for twenty bucks. 
Man, you get you some know? gas pumps with it. <laughs> that's a that's a, an evening or two having some fun building it, you know, and and having a cool little corner station somewhere in your layout. You mm-hmm. can put it anywhere. That could be in a city. That could be in a in a country. You could change the sign to whatever. And because uh, you know we're not in Texas, so um, but you know <laughs> you could change it. Yeah. But um, and then if you go to um, even that, I like the. There's some structures on here that I haven't thought about making before either. Like um, in our city, we need some houses for sure. Yeah. Like we don't have – not in the downtown part, but I think on the edges, you and I could put a couple yeah. – we could throw in a couple houses and there's some set of three detached single-car garages for yeah. 20, 20 bucks. Yeah, we'll see what we can fit them. No, no, I'm not saying – I'm I'm just saying in general, it's stuff that I normally wouldn't think of, like detached garages, right. or um, you know, a little a little schoolhouse that's out near us. You know, this the Bearfield schoolhouse that he uh-huh. built that he sh- showed on here. Those yeah. those little old schoolhouses. When you go out towards Pap and Grandma's house, there's a bunch of those little old uh, schoolhouses. Even out near near me, the the Mennonites and stuff have these old schoolhouses like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I'm digressing. Continue. It's all right. So CCK, Carolina Craftsman Kits, is putting out a lot of stuff. They got, uh, I, I see they got the lock houses. They got uh, that new mock-up on the bottom of that page. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool, too. The mock-up um, coming soon? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Vermont Round Barn, I saw that. Somewhere a photo of that. That's a cool-looking structure. I mean, there's a lot of really cool the main, uh, things come from them. Main Street 952? 1952? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, Jeff. What are you doing? Yeah, Jeff's putting all kinds of stuff out. He's got a new boat. Yeah. Him and Jason designed or something like that, and it, it's, that's pretty cool. It's not overly expensive. It's a very nice price. Um, you know, the, so these companies are starting to put out um, more and more stuff. I'm, I'm seeing... Uh, companies do this, and that, that's that's pretty cool. I think that um, we've seen some from uh, um, Motrack Models has some really nice smaller kits as well that are in that affordable range. You know, anywhere from you know twenty bucks to forty bucks, mm-hmm. and 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 that's a that's a good price range for something that you can have some fun with and build something small yet very unique and add your details to it. You know, so. They're they're popping up, and the, some of these manufacturers are starting to re-release some of the kits they didn't have out before, mm-hmm. or making them making them to order. You know, um, and and that's that's awesome as well. I love seeing the fact that there's kits that you couldn't get simply because they stopped making them for whatever reason, right? And and now they're saying, hey, we because you you always wanted them, and then you can't have it. Right, because it's not there, and you wonder why the hell not. You know, if I got the money, why can't I have the kit? You know, if you're a business and you're selling it, let me, let me buy it. Right. You know? I, I don't know. That's how I feel. So, well, I mean, some are limited, and we get that. Yeah. Well, no, I don't mean the limited edition type oh, things. Oh, you know, all oh. the companies I know what have you mean. I get it. I know. I now I, I get it. Some ones that were normal, and they just took them off. Yeah. You know, get them back. Let's do it. Let's rock it. You know, get them out there, and, and you know, because eventually I'm going to run out of shit to build. I can't rebuild the same ones again. I don't want to do. I don't want to do another one of any kit. Right. I want to build a new one. So, um, 
But anyhow, I you know I think to, to have that variety out there is is very important for this hobby, right? And um, so I, I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm trying to see if there's anything new here else um, that's new. But uh, did Ron put anything out yet? My man Miles. Let's see. He had that new hot dog thing he was working on. I gotta find that one. That little hot dog. The sign alone for the hot dog stand was worth it. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, Tom's top dogs. Oh, um, Real Skill Models also just announced that they're releasing more of the rooftop HVAC system kits. Ooh. I have one of those, and I haven't built it yet. But it looks really cool. It looks it looks pretty easy to build too. Very realistic looking. Really. So uh, yeah, and they're not. Yeah. No, they're, I think, they're, I, is that the one you put on top of the? Uh, um, I didn't, I didn't put anyone on the building yet, but I did one before. What's the, what's, similar. It wasn't the same brand as the one you put. No, on that the was ca- Casey's Workshop. And that's nice uh, too. Yeah, yeah. No, so, um, but this one was a different one, a little different, and uh, it's got a lot of piping to it, or a lot of HVAC, you know, uh, vent ventilation ducts and stuff, duct work, and um, it, it's just really a sharp looking piece. Um, and I'm looking forward to building that at some point. I got to find a building I can put on. Lately, all my buildings have had peak grooves. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's really cool that he's re-releasing. I guess he's the uh, that's a new batch. He has a new batch of that stuff coming out, yeah. which is good. I want to talk about something. I want to work on this with you. And I, and I talk about this. Um, with you over the phone previously. I think we were texting one night. Um, I want to do a build-off some weekend where you and I sit down with all this. We bought all that scale lumber a couple years ago, and I still have a pile of it, a pile of it. You and I need to sit down and just bang out a whole slew of custom small structures, like little crossing shanties and shacks and little outhouses and just – I got a boat. I got doors out the nose. I got windows of galore. You, I know you probably have some extra windows and doors laying around. Oh my gosh! I let's, just went through some stuff last night. I got piles of lumber. Let's talk about that next too. Tons of doors, but and windows. So okay, let's so do it let's, next weekend. Let's, let's do it next weekend. Let's compile all of our junk that we have, like chimneys, yeah. roof vents, all that crap, doors, railings, handles, uh, not handles, but. I, you don't think you have any scale doorknobs, but uh, anyways, like um, railings and fire escape, all that crap. Let's put it all together and let's just sit there and build like just as many little tiny structures as we can. Yeah. Um, and not have any rhyme or reason. Just start building them. Out of, you want to just do it at your place? Sure, we can do that. And then yeah, we can do. We can work in a basement and then be far six feet apart. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we can figure that out. We'll figure that out. But by then, yeah. we might be re- we might be released because they're going to keep drawing it back. So we'll have to play. Yeah. We'll play that by ear as the governor, as the right, governor right. lets us know. But anyways, I don't know why I turned into a British man just now. But um, I didn't. That didn't sound very British. Governor. Yeah, whatever. That doesn't sound British. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like I have a problem. Oh, did you see? Um, just, just I just. Saw a picture of it just now, uh, and I and I saw it earlier. Sue Cooey, we had her on as a guest. 
She did uh, Bar Mills, uh, Seckler's Cold yes. Stor- Storage Building. Yes. That turned out sweet. So if you're listening, that was a cool, cool building. It's big. It's a, it's a, you know, a flat. It's a. She did a good job with that exposed brick. It's a background flat, and it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She did great with the whole thing. Um, it's got a lot of detail to it. Uh, you know, paint doors and uh, HVAC ductwork, and it has. You know, the fire escapes all over the place. It's got a water tower, all a bunch of the cool chimneys. Man, um, she did awesome with that. This is a badass build, Sue. It did a nice job. So if any of you get a chance to see it, get on the Craftsman Courtyard. It's very, um, very bright. I like uh, how white it is. And uh, check out the Craftsman Courtyard Facebook group and go until you see the cold storage on Seckler's Cold Storage uh, by Sue. Sue Cooley uh, built that, and she, it, she's a very, very good modeler. I'm very impressed with that one. I, 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 I've looked at it many times, and I like it. It just—it's just a stark I like how, white. I like how it's got that white with the black letter. That's what just, I was gonna say. Ah, I, I like how ah. there's so much contrast in that building. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, that's she did a kick-ass job on that. Right. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna get together and we're gonna do, um, we're gonna do the, uh, we'll do a build where we just go crazy and just start building all kinds of little crap. Yeah, and no reason. I got piles of windows. So do you? Yeah. We I can, got all kinds of other building materials that I have collected over the years. I just haven't done anything with. Mm-hmm. And we do all kinds of cool stuff. I'm down. Yeah. We'll do it. And it's like fi- it. filler buildings. When we Things we could just put right. anywhere, literally anywhere. We'll just, small buildings, you know, like one or two inches by two inches or three inches, you know? No more there. Yeah. So. Nothing huge. We'll do that. Or maybe a little bigger than three inches, but who knows, you know? Nothing huge, you know? So things we can sit in between tracks or in between alleys and back behind yeah. or up against back of buildings. Weird and things shape. Like that. They don't all have to be rectangles either. We can do some weird no. shape stuff. And Yeah, we want them to be able to – we need some small ones to fit inside the big buildings inside the city. Yeah, you know? Al- the alleyway city stuff. Good if you have different smaller buildings mixed in with the bigger ones. And uh, I'm talking much smaller, not, not like, you know, oh, okay, well, one, two stories – but longer, no, no, you need them small, you know, a little tucked in the sheds and shit like that. The last building for my terminal is done. Oh, wow. Um, finish that up last night or whatever. I was texting you about it the day before. Yeah. The, the detail parts aren't done, but I want to, I'm doing them now, have them painted and I'm going to place them down on the layout once everything's on. Um, oh, okay. cause I was moving these buildings around so much. I did not want to like put, I didn't want to put a chimney on and move around 600 times. Yeah, have a snap off. And I knew it was going to break. Or like the cupola yeah. on top of the um, yeah. Caswell shoes. I was like, I'm, right. not, I'm not putting it on because I'm going to break the damn thing 600 yeah. times. So they're all done. I just need to start putting all the little details and like final touches on everything as well as finish up the road um, that goes around it. The road's done it's painted. I just got to like put some lines down, add some cracks and weathering to the road around the terminal. So hopefully that comes well, together here in the next couple of days. I know I've been working on that damn thing forever, but um, we're getting there. We're getting there with it. Did you did you see Doug's uh, diner? The, did he not Doug's diner? Is Jason Jensen made Doug's diner? Yeah, it was made out of that pancake house. Yeah. Oh my God! The kid in the month club. He that he curved turned it. Out. Huh? He curved it. 
Yeah, that was a cool design. The paintwork is amazing. My question is, the original one only has one curved window. So I'm going to have to ask Jason how he came up with that extra window. Did he buy two of those kits? As I can't imagine that he did. Unless he's on two subscriptions. Uh, maybe. I can't. Why would we do that? I mean, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, um, okay. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Really did that's, that. like, that's like getting two. That's like getting two Sports Illustrated swimsuits. You know, well, you save <laughs> you save one swimsuit edition to keep it nice, and you save the other. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I did that. I love it, but you know, that he he reproduced either he reproduced it with some of his own materials. Unless that window's oh, on the back, it looks exactly alike. Is that huh? is that window on the back? What do you mean on the back? Is that window? The full window, the one that's a full, so. is the one that's a full oval. Is that the wall that's on the reverse side? I don't know. Is it? It might be. Why well, haven't seen? Where's I don't know. Where's Dave's well, picture? The... Look up Dave Cruzwick's build. I got it. You you, you do. It. You're faster with that crap than I am. This is why we don't let you look up nice things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he built it. Dave built it, right? I'm looking for I it. I don't know. Come on, man. What's it called? Thought, Toppers. The only, one I've seen, the only one I've seen so far is Doug, is Doug's is Jason's. Nah, Dave so, did it. I think Dave did it. All right. Well. Craig's modeling corner shared it. Now the back wall just has the the back wall just has the um, board and batten and the the like the exposed tar paper. Yeah. Weird. So let me know what you did there, Jason. Hmm. Let us know what you did. Sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Interesting. I'll, to, I'll call him and ask him. Maybe he got look. mine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Rex still hasn't got his yet, so every day he's going to the mailbox and checking. I'm so He's jealous. Everybody, everybody else has them and starting to build them. Red doesn't have his. Oh. And he's like, it's all right. he's got That's some funny stuff. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh. it's so coming. Today, speaking of getting stuff, today came my order. I ordered them a month ago. Oh, yeah, your Zacto knife, knife blades. Zacto knife blades, and I got 300 of them from this company. And I got them off of Amazon. And I will tell you, I tested them and tried them. They are every bit as thick, every bit as nice. And their Zacto brand? I was cutting some wood tonight with them. They're holding their edge. They're holding their tip. I mean, it's only the first night. They're not uh, Zacto brand, right? They're not made by Zacto exactly, but they are. Ex- <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever catch yourself and you just kind of, you're like, oh, I, I said that. Now I said that was goofy. I have. So, well, that was. Um, <laughs> that. I checked the thickness of them. They're the same thickness. They are sturdy. They are not bending on me. The tips, the tip wasn't breaking. Uh, I cut everything. I cut some wood. I cut some. I, I had to try it. I got three hundred blades. I can try one, you know. So um, I was testing them on some different types of materials th- this evening before we got on the show, and and I was really pretty happy with. I'm really happy with it. Nice. Um, three hundred of them, and it cost me thirteen dollars. Nice. You know. Well, so now you'll have plus, you'll have oh, Zacto blades. It was free shipping. It was free shipping. Well, they better be. Jeez, they don't weigh that much. 
Well, actually, there don't have any thought, but um, three hundred of them are. Oh, but okay. here's the, here's the weird thing: they came in a plastic closable container. What was it with that brown paper they came in? Well, the brown paper. You came... ever you ever notice when you buy it, when you put a new? No, you don't notice when you put a new one in. Why? Because you don't put a new one in. So it's. Uh, <laughs> I feel attacked. They, they, they usually have a little bit of oil. I'm feeling them. very. I'm feeling attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they put uh, like a, a, a sheen of oil on these things when they when you get them from Exacto or any company. Yeah, uh, same with utility knife blades. They got that weird. Uh, right. I don't so, know. They dip them in Vaseline or something so before they ship them. them stacked in ways. It, it looks like some kind of wax paper, and then it has uh, it's a brown wax paper, and then it also has it's probably brown because of the oil, and they they're coated in that 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 oil. And um, so, you know, there are 100 of these to a little packet, and they are fantastic. Fantastic! I'll send that picture. Uh, well, I kind of have it. You. Yeah, so it's a good deal for. Uh, I so far, uh, my opinion of them. So it's only been a day. Um, I was happy to get them, and I'm uh, right now. I'm satisfied with the the quality. I thought they'd be cheap, and you know how sometimes you ever get blades that aren't exacto knives. Oh, you haven't. So, <laughs> but but you put. I bought other blades that weren't exacto knives and exacto blades, and they were supposed to be like the number eleven, but they had that funky, weird, weird, wider shape to them. They're not exactly the same kind of shape. Okay, these are dead on, exactly the same shape, the same thickness. Um, they have a, a nice blade edge. They're, they're they were cutting everything I needed them to cut so far. They're still holding the edge now, as I just cut another piece, and um, I'm, I'm happy with that. You, you know, it's a true test when you go through something solid, and that blade or tip isn't br- busting off right away. So um, I'm happy with that. Good, it's good stuff. Anyways, just letting everybody know. No, that's awesome. I got 300 of this. That's gonna last me a while. I hope. It better, so, damn it! Holy shit! I mean, yeah, well, I'm giving like, you, I'm giving you a hundred this weekend, so I'll keep two hundred. I'll give you hundred. We said that about the um, applicators. When yeah. we bought them, we're like, oh yeah, we got eight hundred applicators. This should last us forever. Well, and, then, and then, like a year later, I ran out of applicators. Can you order more? Order more? Yeah, they get them on eBay. They're cheap. It's got. I need some more. So. Yeah. I think yeah. on eBay they sell them as long as you don't look them up as hobby applicators online and you look them up as makeup applicators. Right. It's the same thing, and then you get like a thousand of them for like four ninety nine. I got none now. I'll get you so, some. I'm gonna get yeah, the bigger ones too. I'm gonna order. Maybe I'll order yeah, a couple different sets, different sizes, because the ones, the purple ones you got were good, but it'd be nicer sometimes to have a little bit larger of an applicator. At CVS Pharmacy, you can get. These uh, pointed tip applicators. I got you a pack at Christmas time. Uh-huh. I have them. They, yeah. They're, they're like cotton like cotton swabs, but with a... a, a with a, a point. But the cotton on the end of it is is more wound together. Yeah, it's called a pointed tip applicator. Yeah. And uh, for precise makeup and nail polish touch-ups, you get 200 of these sticks. I think I paid like... I think it was like two dollars or three dollars. I've used. So them. I picked up one for you for Christmas, and because um, it was cheap, and I'm a cheap guy, so they're uh, a little but, bit. Yeah. they're a little bit. Um, sometimes they soak up a little bit too much glue. I think. 
Oh, I don't use them for glue. Oh, never mind. Oh, I see you're saying remove the glue, removing glue from like an over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you no. Have a, you use them to put glue on? Yeah. Um, n- not now. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But I mean, like, sometimes I would use them for gluing, like, um, larger pieces of lumber together because they would hold a lot more glue. The hell else are I using them for? Well, I use toothpicks and stuff for that. Yeah, but sometimes. You know, to- I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something funny. Yeah. yeah. We're going, we're like all over the place tonight, huh? But. Um, but I'm having a good time. So, remember a couple months ago? What was it? Was more than that? It was uh, probably last summer. I I I did a thing. I went out and bought. I was reading about this stuff, and I went out and bought these. Went to the craft store. I bought these. Um, I guess they're uh, need they're crochet needles. Remember them? Yeah, the small ones. And I ground the tips and points off so I could put glue on and wipe them all off. Yeah. I've used them twice. <laughs> I, mean, I just I still uh. use I still use toothpicks. And and um They're the best. Not, well, cuz cuz here's the thing. The glue doesn't roll off of these things like I thought they might. <laughs> so so I read that on somebody's how-to page or whatever and a couple of guys was, "Oh, well, that's a great idea. They work great. And you can just wipe them off and well, man, once the glue sticks on there, good luck peeling it off of those stainless steel things. It doesn't want to peel off right away. I got to scrape it off and they, they just look like funky and ganked up and stuff and and not only that, it's just a pain in my ass. I can just take the toothpick and throw it in the trash, you know? Yeah. You know, and eventually then, the toothpick sticks. Eventually you put the toothpick down, it, it sticks to the post-it note, and then you just peel the whole post-it note with the yep. toothpick on it and throw it It's in like the a trash. little handle. You could just throw that right in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I bought these things. Don't you love I, when I, you sit? These things might go in the trash. Don't you? They're just so Because now they're pointed, right? They're pointed because remember I filed them down and made a point on them. Yeah. Well, now when I reach across my toothpick, guess what hits my hand? What the points on these oh, yeah. needles? <laughs> you so, end up stabbing yourself. Yes, like about ready to to- toss it. Do you ever? Um, do you ever? The one of the greatest feelings with those toothpicks in the world is when you they, they dry and then you're able to pick the glue off and you can reuse that end of that toothpick again. Oh yeah, it depends on how much you. Put I know, on but it. when you've done it and it works, and you get like another day out of that toothpick, it's like yeah. success! Oh, success! I've done it. <laughs> I've saved a quarter of a cent on a toothpick. <laughs> I wonder how many people use toothpicks like we do. What? I wonder how many people model with toothpicks. And out then there. you do use the other side too, right? The other side of what? The toothpick. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do not use the flat ones. No, they're stuck. They bend. So not only that, it doesn't roll off. The glue doesn't roll off. Yeah, you right. can't. And, and and if you use toothpicks enough, you I'm sure you've done it this way, where you get good at rolling. You get you roll them in your finger as you're putting glue on, and you can just roll the glue right on. Like yeah, so much control. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I don't use the I don't use the the crochet needles anymore that I filed down, and I don't use the uh, the flat toothpicks. Yeah, flat toothpicks suck. So they went, they're going to go to trash. Why, why would you use flat oh, toothpicks? Oh, same for a picnic. Right, cause here's why. Because I sent your mom to the store. To oh, get, she got flat to, ones. 
And I said, can you get me some – well, she was at the store. And I said, can you get me some toothpicks? So she got me flat ones. You know what else and might work good is like, the, the flavored ones. Because <laughs> I, I, I end up when I'm working with them, I stick one in my mouth. Yeah. And then I pick it back out to I glue something. Yeah. Yep. You just make sure you don't put the glue end in your mouth. Speaking of mom, she started a second kit. Oh, yeah. Started the uh, used car the used car building uh, from uh, Foscale Models. The, from the kid the, of the month. Uh, kid of the month club. She, I, I didn't even tell her to. I came home from work yesterday, and uh, she's, you know, she's off work right now. And um, she's because uh, she's mandated yeah. to. And um, so um, I came in the house and I walked in and your mom's in the bedroom. Well, in her bedroom, in her sewing room, on her table, putting together that kit. And she had all she had my chopper over there, my glue bottle, my chopper. Were you like, hey, don't touch my stuff? Guys, exactly. No. <laughs> guys, I'm going to probably have to buy her, her own shit, you know? So um, – but you know, great! I didn't have to encourage her to do it. You know, I said there's some small kits up there. We should just give her all the kids of the month ones, and uh, let her try and build them. And she's so she's already got the bracing on yesterday, and she started. She's painted them. Uh, she did the sponge painting. Nice. She watched. Uh, she watched Doug's video, not your video, on how to sponge paint, which she should have watched your video. But Doug's she, is good. She, yeah, Doug's was good, and she did Doug Pascali's uh, how to paint with the sponge, and. Um, or a wall, paint a wall, and uh, she did that, and then she, she she did it, and it looks really good for the first time. Uh, she, nice. I was home by that time. I gave her some practice flat practice pieces that are junk, mm-hmm. and let her practice on them first, and then she she practiced on them real quick, and then went right to the wall and did a great job. So you know, no encouragement. I didn't have to say, hey, you know, why don't you build another one? You know, I'm not going to do that. If you either want to build. And do this, or you don't want to do it, and that's is you can't push people into it. It's like no. it's it's like you know anything like sports when you were younger playing hockey. You know you either want to now you you grew up around the hockey rink because your dad worked there, but I never said you must play hockey. Right. You know you wanted to because you were you know you saw everybody else doing it. Right. But you know you became you know that's what you did. I didn't have to push you to do it. I didn't have to say hey, you, know, you you need to do this. You know, and, and I think that's true with anything. You you have to either want it or not want it. So yeah, I'm happy I'm happy about that. I think it's cool. It's uh, hopefully it'll be something her and I can share together. But anyway, she was at it yesterday. I thought that was cool. We're gonna act, actually get her on the show at some point and, and talk to her about some stuff there too. So awesome, awesome. Hey, yeah, yeah. We're um, gonna end up having to sign her up for the kid of the month club. Oh <laughs> shit! And she can just bill yeah. them. Right. Right. <laughs> But uh, no, that's a, that's awesome. I mean, that's it's shocking when you texted me that the other night. I was, I was like, "Holy shit!" She just started working on it. That's all. That's that's amazing. We're gonna have to yeah. Just, we'll just have to get mom a little toolkit now. Right. right. So, so, um, now she already has she has that craft room in there, man. She's got half, she's got half the tools already that she used for other crafts. True. So, and I got and and right through the through the her room into my room is everything she could possibly ever want if, if she doesn't have it. So I probably have doubles of everything. I could make her up a kit. I just want her to come to me and say, Hey, make me up a kit. I don't, I don't you know. I don't want her to say, here you go. You should use all these, you know, she's either going to, she's going to have to want it that bad, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, well, it seems like she's going to get started doing that, so. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, what are you listening to this week, by the way? Ooh, well, let's pull it up. I wanted to talk about my build here, too. Well, you can so. do that next. Well, that's nice of you. Okay, so um, for the build, uh, well, for the build, for music, right? Um, music this week, recent, I had a couple things here. Uh, last night was Metallica, mm-hmm. um, Death Magnetic. Um, I was listening to that. Uh, I had a little five finger death punch last night. Okay. Um, I had uh, the b- earlier this week. I had uh, Rage Against Machine, which is a, a common go to for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. What was that? It was me. I opened up my music app by accident. Oh. Uh, okay. Um. Oh, I did listen to Bill Burr's Monday Morning. Oh, yeah, you love that. Thursday afternoon podcast. Yeah. Bill Burr is the greatest comedian, in my opinion. He's <laughs> the greatest comedian out there. I was listening to um, some corn this oh, yeah? week. Yeah. I was, I don't know. I was on the corn. I was, popping? Just, was it popping? Popcorn. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty. I do like, I do like some corn. The old stuff. I was listening to their old stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I haven't really gotten their new albums yet, but I was listening to, uh, Oh, what was I was al- really into some hard stuff today, this week. What was that album they had? Uh, oh, let me go into my history. It was uh, the album with that girl playing hopscotch on the cliff. <laughs> Follow the leader. <laughs> Follow the leader. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. listening to that album, and I was listening to uh, their self-titled album, Corn, for a little bit. But... I don't know. I've been listening to so much damn music lately because I've worked from home and I just have my headphones in, or like I'll yeah. have like one headphones in, one headphone in, right. one out, so I can listen right. to the kids and then listen to music. And you know, I, I kind of lost track of how much music I'm listening to because it's just like constantly in my ear. Yeah. But, so. Oh. So yeah, talk about Anyhow. your build. We're going to get some guests on here and coming up here shortly. I'm not going to tell you who, but I got a couple guests that are get, get, I'm getting ready for. So that'll be something new for us as well. Um, uh, as far as my build, uh, yeah, working the um, uh, the Rust Rock Falls. Uh, I am still working on that Porter and Arkwright textile mill. Uh-huh. Uh, that building, I have all walls now. On that building up, okay, um, now I'm adding the roof. And I was looking at the roof, and the, this has been built by several people online, and I've seen it. They've turned out amazing. There's some really cool ones that are out there that have been built um, and I, uh, by other modelers, and I've gotten inspired by looking at theirs as well. But I decided nobody, everybody else is pretty, pretty much a standard you – know, I did as well, but um, the standard uh, – rolled roofing paper yeah. on most of it with some with uh, some uh, shingle roof uh, mixed in, like where the, the shingle roof stopped because it was like blown away, mm-hmm. and they tried to cover up some of it with, with the rolled roofing. Uh, I'm putting rolled roofing paper on, but I instead of making it black or gray, 
I've made it green. I saw a, a, all gotta... drab green. It is. I think it looks cool, and I'm going to do the entire mill that way. Um, on this part of the mill, uh, not the other outbuildings, mm-hmm. uh, the, the other buildings that go to it. Um, I, but this one is going to have the main. The main building is going to have green rolled roofing paper mixed in with some shingles that I put on, and the shingles I painted as per the directions suggestion. Yeah. And I haven't seen many people paint it as to the directions suggestion, but I wanted to try it because it was one. It was a, a technique that Doug said that would really make things pop a little bit. It said that in the directions, and I haven't seen other people doing it that way. So what I did was. I took the shingles and I used three different they, – they're like a white – the paper he used was like a, a white laser-cut paper and uh, for the shingles. You know how you cut the shingle sheets yeah. out and they're all floppy and shit when they're – you know, before you paint them and everything because they're just paper and it's just – yeah, you know, you know how it is. Yes. So, well, the shingles yeah. individually, randomly, <laughs> randomly I painted them with three different shades of gray, a light – a medium and a dark and i ran i went through each color first and went through that whole sheet of shingles and painted them directly onto this grayish white paper i left the, the i left the paper the actual color that it was in the kit okay i didn't paint repaint the, the whole sheet of paper mm-hmm. shingles okay i liked the shade that the shingles had to begin with so i left them alone okay with the exception of the random shingles so i went through and i randomly picked shingles for each color all the way down through each strip i would do like three or four on each strip and then spread them out and then i go down through with the next and i do every shingle on that thing or not every shingle but the whole sheet right and i would go through the next color the whole sheet it's tedious and i'd randomly pick three or four in between the others that i just did three or four and um so nothing's really you know, there's no pattern, you know, and um, and went through all three colors, which took me a good just for that little sheet of paper. took me a good hour, maybe an hour, maybe a good hour to go through and do all that, at least an hour. And then once I was done, I looked at it and I'm like, this looks like butt. It did because <laughs> it, it looked like butt, you know, because you don't have one yet. You know, you're not stacking them. Right. And I'm like, now it looks like it's all blobby and stuff, you know, and it just didn't look like it was very well colored. I mean, but it was. I mean, I, I carefully colored in each shingle, but at the top part of the shingle kind of kind of where it kind of got rounded or something. I don't know what. It, but that part you don't see. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's covered by the next layer up. So once I started laying them, I was like, oh, my God, this looks incredible. It looked good. <laughs> you saw it, right? It did, yeah. It, it looked really sharp. And then I started doing that green. Uh, I, I took the rolled roofing paper sheet that comes with it, and I pa- hand-painted. I didn't. I don't have green, olive green flat pa- primer in a can. Mm-hmm. So um, I do have green in a flat in a can, but it's not olive green. I wanted a drab olive green. And um, what I did with that was I I, uh, I took the paint, the acrylic craft paint uh, that was made by Craftsmart. You can get a wall at um, not Walmart at um, Michaels, mm-hmm. 
And um, I just took the all green with a fat, uh, a bigger brush and just covered the entire sheet of paper with it, okay? And I made sure it was on so there was no streak marks. So I, I, once it dried, I put on another layer so to take the streaks out of it. I didn't want any streak marks. And then um, ultimately, uh, I, I put the um, – now, we've all done roofing before. Well, not all of us, but most of us. And I, I used the transfer tape. Covered the roof cards that were now on the building or attached to the building. I had the roof cards on the building, and you know they were down, so the roof was in form. And I covered it in the entire thing with the uh, the transfer tape, and I just started layering it right. And I was like, "Ah, let's do this green and uh, see how the green looks." And at first, I'm thinking, "Eh." "You know, I put the first strip or two down, and you're like, eh." It's all right, you know. <laughs> you, 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 but that's how you look at it. You're right, like, eh, right, and you're like, maybe not. Maybe this is a mistake. Maybe I'm gonna have to peel all this shit up, and I'm gonna have to put some you know, black down again or, or gray. Right. So, but I I did it, and then once I got through to the top, I was like, okay, it looks good. It's a little, it's a you know, it, was, it looked a little a little perfectly fresh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not I wouldn't say bright because it's flat drab olive green, but it looked a little fresh and bright, you know? Right. Uh, so, um, and I did the other side of the, ha- of the building and all the other little uh, jut outs on this thing uh, covered them with the, except for one, because it's going to get corrugated, rusted metal sheets. Uh, so um, I will hold off on that one. I didn't do that. But the other ones all did, uh, worked out real well. Mm-hmm. Put them on. And then I weathered them. And then, and uh, I started weathering him, and I did that according to his direction, too. I, I, I've done many, many rolled roofing sheets, most of my buildings. Or there's a lot yeah, of my buildings. I couldn't buildings tell now. you the miles of, right. of paper sheet we put down. Right. But I always have my own style of weathering the roof. And it turns out good because I've, you know, I've had some that are really, really cool looking, look like they're really, you know, dusty or dirty or, or, you know, just worn or, um, but what I did with this one, um, I, I didn't use this technique before, but I took, um, uh, uh, off white color, which is antique white and I dry brushed it. <sighs> I'm sorry. Are you Sean? Got, is it bedtime? Maybe. Go bedtime? Um, I'm an old man. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I dry brushed the roof with that. I took all, literally every bit of paint that I could out of that brush. And then I dry brushed over top of those lightly. So you're just barely letting those bristles touch the roof. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I went in one motion up and down very lightly and it starts to fade out the green a little bit and it gives it like a, a light white tone and it hits all those edges where the seams are and where the rooftop is and where the edges are on the you know the at the base of where your roof starts at the bottom or along the edges on the side and it highlights them all but it's like you can barely you can see it and you can see they're lighter and it dulled down it 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 brought out the edges of the and and the seams which you want but it dulled down that new looking green. Yeah. And it looks sharp. And then what I did was once I did the, all those, then I took regular um, um, isopurple alcohol, and which is like gold right now, by the way. You can't get it in the stores. <laughs> uh, 
And um, luckily, I have some big containers. Yeah, I was going to say, luckily, I, you I, and I have had a, a stockpile of it. Right, I, and I soaked, I soaked it in, uh, in onto a paper towel a little bit, and I just blotted the top of the roof. I blotted it with the alcohol. And this is what it says in the Fosco model directions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I blotted it, and then I took some uh, of my pigment powder in gr- gray and a light brown. And I just barely put scraped enough onto certain sections, and once the, once the once the the alcohol dried, by the way, I had to make sure it was dry. And then I I put the uh, I put the powder on. I kind of stroked down with my brush down the roof, and then once I did that, swirled it around, and then let that uh, until you know it evens it out, spread it out, and then. Yeah, I barely used any pigments. I didn't want to overdo that. And uh, then I got this like like some shaded brown spots in it, not dark. You could barely see them in the green, mm-hmm. and uh, it just looked it looked really good. And so then I again um, put another blotting of the alcohol, and then did the uh, and then after that I re dry brushed but even lighter this time. And I did a dry brushing again. So it had two blottings of alcohol and then a second dry brushing. And uh, ultimately, I loved the look. It made it look very aged because what happens is that India, I mean, that India ink, uh, your, your isopurple alcohol, it, it, it makes it, it dries out that paper a little bit, right? And it makes it feel and look like actual, Roofing paper. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got that dry look to it. I, I, I thought it turned out awesome. And uh, I'll show you some photos. There's some photos up online right now on it, on our page. So, But uh, the whole building is going to be uh, covered in that green roofing paper, and I'm looking forward to see how, see how it looks. I think it's going to contrast with the white of the building. Uh, so – you know, and I and I agree with that. Don't always go with, uh, in the directions it said. I guess Doug Fiscali wrote these, but you know, it, you know, he said, you know, try it, change it up, and try some green, or try some um, like a like a barn red color or something along that lines mm-hmm. for your roofing paper. It doesn't always have to be black, and um, you know, it's not uncommon to see green roofs uh, uh, like that done, or green roofing paper, or red roofing paper. So. Uh, not red, but you know, uh, barn red, that kind of thing. So, anyways, that's what I that's what I did last night. That was my big project with that, and I had a lot of fun with it. I can't wait to. I got a lot of time coming up this weekend. I took some time off at work, and I'm going to um, uh, I'm going to be off ha- uh, some of half tomorrow and all Monday. So I plan to uh, uh, do get some of this uh, roof done. I want to try and get this roof done on this thing and make and and see what the whole thing looks like in green. It's going to be cool. So what's up with you? Well, I'm glad you asked. So we already know. I'm not going to go talk about Terminal anymore. i got to wrap that kit up. Next, I am doing a Fisherman's Co-op. So I'm doing a plastic kit next. I'm going to yeah. work on that one. We're going to do that. We're going to bang that kit out and get that done. Um, that's going to be yeah, a lot of fun. Gonna. So, yeah. But that's what I got. Um, and... Uh, and you're sticking to it. And I'm sticking to it. Hey, I got a question for you. 
Yeah. It's a modeling question, unless you're going to talk more about what you're doing. Uh, no, I'm just going to – I have the walls and stuff primed for the Fisherman's Co-op already. I already primed them. Uh, yeah. Primed all the plastic parts, got them ready, got them deburred and all that. Um, I just have to start painting. So. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I is a question for you and all the people out there too. When you're building a kit mm-hmm. and you do the windows, and let's say you, you put all the windows on, it need to be put on at that time, and you have all these other windows. Are you like me? And I have like this little tin box, and I keep all the windows when I'm done and they're all painted. I stick them in this box so I don't lose them. Yeah. And I sit in the. Do you do that too? After it's done. After you're done painting them, before you build, you're done building. When you you use them as you go, and I take them only out of that tin. No, it's a tin box or something along that lines. You know. No, you don't. I uh, see, keep them. In I, a, I'm afraid to lose them. I do put them in something else. So I put them in a Ziploc bag. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's same, same deal, thing. though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just want to know if I'm the only one, or if people just kind of like leave. No, all I, their... I prep them all. I'm, I'm always afraid I'm going to lose them, so I just stick them in a box and. I yeah. prep them all, and then I get them all sanded, get all the little sprues and the edges sanded down, and then I, um, and then I, uh, get them painted, primed, and all that. Do a little bit of weathering. Sometimes I'll dry brush some white lightly on the edges of the doors and windows, and then I'll put them in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, see, that's so. cool, and, and that's funny. How, and I, I want to see if anybody else is doing that. But when I build a kit, I have these little bins. I have, and they're, you know what they are? They're plastic. When your mother was in the hospital, they had these um, plastic, uh, each patient got one. And it had like your plastic wash basin in case you wanted to like wa- take, a, take a sponge bath or whatever the hell they, I don't know. I don't know what the hell, your mom didn't even use <laughs> them, things, right? Yeah. Uh, she didn't use them. Uh, it's just for whatever you could fill with water and wash your own hair or some shit mm-hmm. in it. I don't know. And, um. <laughs> but um so she was in there twice you know a couple years ago and i got two of these plastic and we took them home because you shit you paid for them right yeah you, so probably, paid ta- you probably paid 500 bucks for them yeah they're little they're little gray wash wash basins but what is cool for them is yeah you're right i probably paid 500 bucks um what's cool about them is for me is like if i have a couple kits going on at one time I mm-hmm. could put all the parts for the one kit in this basin, and then I and then all you know they're all in there. It's you know it's a, it's so it's a it's a high up wash basin, maybe four or five inch walls on it high, and then it has, uh, um, I guess uh, it's more than that. It's probably six inch high walls, and then it's maybe seventeen inches long by you know fourteen inches. Oh, oh sorry, twelve inches wide or something like that. And and uh, it's just plastic. It's like a, it's like made of Rubbermaid or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I put all the parts for that one kit in that in that basin, and then I have the other basin for the other kit. And then if I say I'm just going to work on everything, I'm done. I put all the pieces in this partially assembled building pieces. They go into that plastic basin, and I set the basin off the side on the table. Mm-hmm. Now I know where everything is for that kit because it was when I was done. I cleaned it all up and put it in there. I don't have to really worry about the risk of it getting all you know lost or or pieces broken or pushed you know knocked aside because you're working on the, the kit you're another kit you're working on. And I do the same with the second kit. So that way I can keep two working at one time. So when I'm done with that second one, put all the stuff in that in that basin, put it aside, get the other one out, 
it, it's just really I've cool. I've done that with some smaller builds where the boxes, yeah. where especially ones where the boxes aren't as large. Um, right. The one that recently I've been spoiled because I've been working on a few bigger kits. So you keep and everything, they, in the and box. they have they have larger boxes. Um, right. Like. Yeah, I think the next couple actually are going to be like that. But if it is a smaller kit, I will do a container or a couple of Ziploc bags, keep everything organized. I'll do that. Well, I'm doing it with I'm doing it with this just one kit mm-hmm. with the um, Rush Rock Falls because it has several buildings, right? So I can put the one building in one, and then another building in another bin, and then when I get further down the road, I'll, I'll use some more. Yeah, but. This way, I can separate the two buildings. So let's say I'm working on this building, but I need to stop because i got to go work on something else that's going to attach to it. I can take that section, put it in the basin, and then take uh, set it aside. Yeah. And then I can start working on the other section of it. So then when I'm done with that part, I can put them all together, take them from the two boxes and put them together. I don't, I don't run the risk of losing or breaking pieces. I don't know. It's just something I do. No, it's a good idea. So that's that's kind of where I was at with that one, too. So. But that's it. Nice. Well, um, yeah, so we'll see how the, these two new builds we have going go. And yeah. uh, I'm going to – are you going to do the contest? The contest. The, the the business card. Business card. I will do it. All right, damn it. I think you I need to. I will do it. I haven't participated in much at all. And, um, I'm going to get you on uh, these Zoom calls. I'm going to get you to do the contest. Right. I don't want us to win. I just want to do it. Listen, the business yeah, card The business card could be easy. You could even get a piece of task board yeah. and cut it out a two-by-three and make a little sidewalk scene or something. Right. And right. then just pop it into one of your dioramas later. That's an idea, too. Just saying. So, I'll figure something out. Yeah, I'll surprise y'all. All right. Well, from the y'all. one submission that came in already, there's going to be some some good work coming in so uh, that's cool anyways all right well yeah, um, I, don't, I don't want to win anything we're not allowed to win i mean i'm not gonna i won't accept my i don't even vote for my own yeah right i didn't vote for my own last time i won't do it but cool i didn't vote for yours either well good <laughs> ignorant i feel so attacked this episode but oh, man, I'm, I'm kidding man. i'm kidding i don't Jeez. feel attacked um Cool. Well, that's going to wrap up the uh, show this week. This, shows, this week's show, yeah. Uh, I do want to hear one thing, and it was just sparked by uh, an email that I received last week. Um, if you're listening to the show and you didn't do craftsman modeling before you were, you know, before you found our show, or before you were introduced to our Facebook page or any of the other guys that we've talked about, um, you know. Uh, either on today's show or had on his guests in the past. I want to hear from you guys, whether it's on our Facebook page or you send me an email at brett at hfscalecustoms.com. I want to hear what got you into craftsman kit modeling. If you're newer to it recently, either through, like I said, through our show or website or any, any of the mediums or, or other people even. And yeah, what your first build was, or like what your first um, when you dipped your toe into the water, what that first thing was to get you to ju- start working on craftsman kits. Um, I just want to hear what what convinced you to start doing it. So that'd be good to know. Yeah, it'd yeah, just be fun. That'd be cool. So yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, we are gonna call this week's episode a wrap. Have a great weekend. We're gonna see some of you guys on the Zoom call tonight. And uh, tonight. 
Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Friday when this. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. Anyways, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Way to ruin that, Todd. Way to ruin it. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. And we're going to record our patron questions of the week here now. I apologize. They are now in the um, the middle of this. We have to slice them in the middle of this episode or near the end of this episode. But we had a recording issue. So I'm going to run through them real quick. And then we will insert them into the episode later as it publishes afterwards. And um, our first question is from Matthew Hankins. Ideas on strip wood storage. Just ordered a resupply of strip wood at this point. I store them in a shipping box. I have to dig through every package to find what I'm looking for. Um, He thought about using some PVC or cardboard shipping tubes. We actually have used different size um, storage. I don't know, not tubes, but I've used different size like boxes to separate mine. And um, it works out pretty good. And he's asking about the scrap. Uh, little pieces that are left over. Uh, I just put those in a separate box. Like one's just for bracing, one's for uh, trim. I, I, I separate scrap trim pieces and scrap pieces that are useful later um, in a plastic container that's long and narrow. I found them at the dollar store. Um, as far as being able to separate and tell the difference between like a 2x8 and a 1x8, I try to keep them separated as I'm working. And then later when I have those scraps, I just put them back in that dollar store bin. They're like the open top bins that have the slats on the side. You can like put pencils and stuff in them if you have it in a drawer. So that's what I like to use for them. Uh, Scott Perry is asking, what materials do you stock up on the most? And what do you wish you had stocked up on before the virus? I wish I had stocked up on more um, um, strip wood for like what Matthew was just talking about actually. I wish I had stocked up on more corner trim and bracing because I'm actually out of it now. Uh, that will be something I pick up a big old handful of here when I'm able to again. But right now, I'm just trying to scrape by on whatever I have. I might have to end up ordering some, too. Uh, stuff that I stock up on too much or the most of is definitely paints. I got way too many. I could I could barter for some paints for some strip wood if anyone's interested. Uh, the next one from Scott Perry. Many of us have unfinished basements. What do you do to stay warm and cold? In the summer, I actually don't mind it because my basement stays about 60 degrees. If I get too chilly, I just put a hoodie on in the summer. Uh, But in the winter, I do have a little shop heater that we use downstairs, uh, a little electric shop heater. Um, We don't leave it plugged in, obviously, when we're not down there. We only use it for whenever my dad and I are working down there. Um, Yeah, and Jason Sider was saying on there, basically, don't plug them into strip power strips or extension cords, and then make sure you're if you are using a shop heater like that, that it's uh, rated for the load, like your the receptacle in line and breakers, your circuit breakers are all rated for the load that you're going to be running on it because you don't want to have any problems with that at all. So before you do anything to heat up your shop electrically, make sure that you have the right. Um, Circuit breakers to handle that. We don't need any issues. Um, next one is from Lynn. Do you guys still check your phone message machine? No, I haven't checked that thing in like six months. There's probably a thousand unread messages in it. Um, I'm not sure. They're probably all from you. I haven't checked it in like six months, Lynn. Uh, but I will check it now just to make sure. Next one is from Mark Reem. 
Uh, I have fifty dollars to buy any HO Craftsman kit. What are the best options? Neat builds, high quality, point of interest on a small layout in that price range. I really love the for fifty dollars and under. I love the um, uh, the basics kits that uh, um, Doug from Foscale Models has. I also love the there's a the ones from RailroadKits.com. I'm not sure if he's shipping again or not, but the ones from RailroadKits.com you can get. You know, two or three of them for 50 bucks and fit them into a small area. Um, but there's a few other ones in the $40 range that are going to give you like a medium sized building. So if you're looking for a bunch of, a couple small ones, you can get a few small ones from the H, from um, uh, like railroadkits.com. And uh, if you're looking for just one good medium sized kit around the $50 range, pretty much all manufacturers have a good $50 range one. Have you installed a coffee slash beer holders? On your fascia, on your fascia yet? Fascia? I can't say that word. Think about doing that before laying any track or unpacking buildings. We have not. I've not done that, Mark. And are we going to redesign? Are we going to co-design a kit? We have not been approached to co-design a kit, um, but we are not opposed to it. We just haven't been approached to do that, and we don't have the means to cut one, so we'd have to hook up with someone that could help us with that. All right, next one is from Ron Piskel. How do you get your modeling mojo back after life's been beating you up by uh, keeping you from the workbench? Actually, Ron, this one I had a problem with over this uh, whole one month or month and a half or two now of stay at home. I've been working more than I thought I ever would during this whole process, during this whole issue and um, working more than I did before this even started. So I've been having a hard time just getting the motivation to go downstairs because by the time I'm done working, it's 8 or 9 o'clock at night, and it's just not, it's tough. So I actually, to get some motivation back, I've just been looking at other people's builds on Facebook and uh, getting excited and wanting to go back downstairs and work on some stuff. Uh, but by seeing other people work, I get motivated to work. Plus my dad sends me pictures, which gets me gets me going that he's working and I'm not able to, so then I go downstairs, even it's if it's for an hour or... 45 minutes just to do a couple things. Um, it, it feels like I'm getting something done. Uh, William Knight. We've mentioned before some of the really substandard instructions you've come across during your many builds. Is there a way to get that kind of info out to us rookies without slandering certain manufacturers? Um, I would just say to do what Dan Banks said on our group page and ask us about a kit from a certain manufacturer and then the collective group can give you some feedback on them. I'm not going to publicly, or my dad, are not going to publicly uh, <laughs> give you those out. Well, I, I, I don't want to... It's not. I don't think it's considered slander. I'm not really sure where the lines are on libel or slander. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. But I just won't... I don't want to get into saying that this person has bad instructions or this person did that or this or that, but you can always throw it out as a question on our overtime at the bench page or any of the other groups that exist on the Facebook for model railroading and they'll give you their opinions. But any of the ones we've talked about on our show or interviewed or ones that we've built a bunch of or the group that you find has built a bunch of the main brands, they're going to have awesome uh, instructions. What is my favorite corrugated roofing material from Scott Horgan? My favorite corrugated roofing material is the stuff that um, Casey's Workshop had. It's kind of a plastic one, 
it doesn't break or crack when you bend it. I know there's a lot of other ones that use the paper, uh, and it has its advantages too. So uh, don't get me wrong, the paper, corrugated paper has its own advantages, but the plastic, it's like a plasticky material. I'm not sure exactly what it's made of. That was my favorite uh, from Casey's. So uh, hopefully that answers your question there, uh, Scott. So that wraps up this week's questions. I apologize. They were weird because uh, my dad was not involved. It was just me on the laptop, but I had to get them in. We had a recording issue, like I said, and uh, could not get these in in time whenever I had him on the line. But again, have a great week and uh, enjoy the weekend.